Hi, Explorers. Thanks for listening to Kids Who Explore Parent Edition. Come along with us as we cover all corners of raising kids in the outdoors. I'm Adriana Scori, a Canadian Rockies hiking, adventure, and travel mom to my two-year-old Turner and newborn baby Nash, and founder and CEO of Kids Who Explore. I'm Lauren Rodick-Eberly, mama to Collins and Deacon. We love exploring between our two homes in Alberta, Canada and Washington State, USA. Today's podcast is sponsored by Kids Who Explore's Patch for a Purpose. Every time we see our patch out in the world, we feel the love and support behind it. Our patches can be sewn onto backpacks, jackets, bags, or even baby carriers, to name a few. Or they can be carried in your packs as special adventure items for all your little explorers. Our patch comes in eight different colors, and a dollar from each patch goes to a, you guessed it, purpose. Your support can make a difference for all of the following charity groups, depending on which color patch you want to represent. Alberta Parks, Children's Disability, BIPOC and Anti-Racism, Sick Children, The Earth, Children's Wellbeing, Anti-Bullying, and Children's Mental Health. Check out the hashtag Patch for a Purpose to see our patch and the community behind it. That's hashtag patch, the number four, a purpose. To get your patch today, visit www.kidswhoexplore.ca. We thank you in advance for the difference you are making. Our adventure crew has grown over the last few months. Adri and I both welcomed new little boys into the world, and we are now each adventuring with two kids, two years old and under, in tow. Although we are still new to the two kids game, we wanted to share a few things we've learned. Hey, Adri. Hi. There are so <laughs> many things. <laughs> Having another one isn't there. And right now, even just podcasting, we both have... <laughs> The magical chaos, that's my favorite thing to say, the magical <laughs> chaos of the kids running around, so. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Let's start with talking about the time it takes to physically get out the door. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say, because we always promote small adventures, some of my favorite adventures, even just being, okay, so this will come out in January, but you had your baby in August. Yes. And it I had... July. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's why I was like, summer, oh, it's that's okay. no, it all blends together. It was, it was, yeah, beginning of summer. Beginning of summer. And I had my baby at the end of October. Yeah. And we're recording this at the beginning of December. So, like I said, I'm not even a month and a half into this adventure with two kids game, but you have a few months under oh. your belt. So, one of my favorite things to do is really just to go in the backyard. In the backyard, you don't have to pack up the car. You just have everything there with you. There's so many fun things you can do out there. So stepping out your door is an adventure in itself. Exactly. Yes. I feel that too. But if you are loading up everything, I say you have to give yourself extra time. And by that, I mean like five times more extra time. Yeah, it's funny. It's like the time it didn't, it's like, it didn't double. It like really was like a lot longer and I found like if I don't get ready the night before an adventure like before I was like suggested it makes things easier if you don't get ready like it's so hard to like get because you have to deal with you know the diapers and the feeding and and all the things and it's really the newborn is dictating like what you're doing and then all of a sudden yeah then you're trying okay you got one ready and then you got to go into the other one you know, and they like to, I just find, well, at least with my toddler, I can't speak on behalf of everyone, but they almost, my toddler likes to be a little mischievous with getting ready. So he'll kind of like sneak around and be like, oh, you can't catch me. And it's like, I have baby in one arm. Like I have to like strap on Nash, wear him, chase, tackle, 
you know, encourage that kind of thing to get out the door. And then it's like, uh oh, now we need another feeding or we have another diaper change. And then I forget snacks for myself or like lunch for myself. Like it just, and then you run back and forth in the house. <laughs> so it's really hard to get out the door and get hiking or do any kind of adventure for that matter. Yes, for sure. I think the age is such a big deal there because yeah, you need to time. Okay. I'm nursing this one before we get in the car so that they can last a while. And then like you said, a diaper change and Collins has some months on Turner. So I think that maybe does help a little bit that I've noticed that she can kind of pack up her own stuff even though she packs way more than she needs <laughs> but she started you know packing her own bag and carrying it to the car and then she gets in the car herself and kind of starts to strap herself in and then I check her and all that but that definitely does help but I think the extra time is key because then we as parents aren't stressed yes and then we're not getting mad at our kids for being slow because they're just gonna be slow oh, yeah, <laughs> so the more sure. time the better yeah, I did want to talk about that order of getting kids in the car and you kind of explained it, but that's exactly what I do too. I, I actually wear Deacon to get to the car so that I can carry all the rest of our bags or whatever else we need to load in the car. And yes. then I open Colin's door. So she gets in the car. So I know she's safely in the car. And then I put Deacon in the car and then get the rest of the stuff all done up in the car. And then I check that Colin's is strapped in and it closed the door and get going so is that kind of your method too uh yes it 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 definitely is because we sometimes I was even getting I mean just being in the dead of winter here like it is really cold so I've been even taking the car seat out we have one of the bucket seats but I take the car seat bring it into the house and then I buckle Nash in the house and have him ready to go in that and then I quickly try to do the last minute things with Turner and um, get him all ready to go and encourage him you know pick out your toy to get in the car he's not at the state of of necessarily packing um, definitely not practically I should say like he'll be like oh I'm bringing this today and this but it's not like he's thinking like oh I better grab that sweater he's at the state of like no I'm good I don't want any clothes that kind of thing like it's a bit of a struggle <laughs> so um, dinosaurs that I need to bring with me <laughs> yes exactly and um, so then I typically like I either yes I'm either wearing Nash or I have him in that bucket seat um, okay and I do need to put it. out a safety thing because someone will say this Kids are not supposed to be in their bucket if they're not in the base of their seat for long periods of time. Yes. And they're not supposed to be un undone as well in that. So we're not promoting no. <laughs> that no, people no. let their kids hang out in that for too long if they're not in the base of the stroller or the car seat. I just wanted to put that disclaimer. Yes, exactly. This is very much for safety in like the winter too here. So it's just like, and everything's kind of like at the front door and and we're kind of loading and then he gets clipped into there right away. And yeah. And then other safety thing, because you're not supposed to have their jackets and their winter layers on in their car seat too. So that's another tricky thing about winter because you're getting them in the car without that. And then once you go to your adventure, you need to bundle them all up while still trying to keep them warm. <laughs> that's one of, uh, I get asked that question a lot on Instagram and really it's about, that's why even Buckley Nash in the house, like just that temperature, like he's in his Merino wool base layer. And like, sometimes he'll wear his little sweater in there. Like if it is quite a bit colder to get to the car in that. Um, and then we're transporting him in that way. And same with Turner. It's like, you have to put on his winter jacket, everything ready to go. Then I layer him down in the car. So I buckle in, I click the car seat in for Nash and then 
then I'm getting Turner, you know, I got to take off his puffy jacket and that kind of thing and make sure that there's nothing in harm's way there. So good point. Yes. Thank you for walking through all that. And then with our little ones, we have to do diaper changes and feeding the babies probably once we arrive at the adventure. So I'm always giving myself an extra 30 minutes, like to be there 30 minutes early. Yes. But at the same time, I'm dreaming about getting a minivan <laughs> because when there was just one kid, I would just get in the back seat and feed Collins in the back seat. But now that there's two car seats back there, there's not the space for me to do that. So when we get to our adventure, I get Collins to come up in the front seat to hang out with me and we read a book while I feed Deacon in the front seat <laughs> and just so do the bigger change there. If it was warmer, we would do it in the trunk. But yes. yeah, what about you with that? Yeah, I mean, Turner, um, he is fascinated by anything um, in the vehicle. So it's like if he can get his hands on that steering wheel, even if I'm sitting in the driver's side. <laughs> so he, I have to keep him um, in his seat. And then we, I bring out something um, for him there. Like maybe it's a little snack or something that I'm watching him closely, but I'm able to kind of um, just keep him in there. And like, yeah, he has a book, he has a coloring thing and I'll just bring it out and go, Hey, we're going to do this quick and have a quick feed. And maybe you need your snack too at this time. And because if I let him out, um, I'm, I'm probably describing what sounds like an orangutan, <laughs> but he just like, he, he, he'll jump from the front to the back of the vehicle and he'll get himself out and he'll try to drink my coffee and he's all kinds of wild, which is great. But, um, I generally try to encourage him to stay seated <laughs> when we can and then I do bring him up front sometimes if he's like no I need out of here then yes I will bring him up front and make sure I have something to distract him but I have to keep reminding like you know that mommy drives the car not Turner <laughs> yes <laughs> that's a good reminder <laughs> and I'm I'm kind of jumping ahead into the adventure but that just made me think of the fact that knowing your kid and knowing what keeps them entertained while you're trying to nurse the younger one or do anything with the younger one or help any other kid. Cause I guess this podcast isn't just for people that have a newborn is yeah. Know what your kid likes that will keep them entertained. So Collins is obsessed with books. So we went on a hike recently and she would just read a book with me or read a book on her own while I was feeding Deacon. But I know some kids like love nature journals so that they can color or write in it. And I know Turner loves his dinosaurs and his cars. So that keeps him entertained. <laughs> yes. All about the entertainment for sure. Yes, definitely. And just like planning, especially if you have older kids too, just planning out the adventure and like really building up, like what you're going to see on your adventure and what kind of things you can look for on, if you're going on a hike on the trail um, and just really kind of getting everyone like excited and ask them questions of what they're most excited to see and that kind of thing to, to also build up some positivity going into the adventure while you are focused on, you know, maybe the youngest one of the group. <laughs> Yes, for sure. <laughs> I'm going to be loving all of the sound effects that are back in our podcast now that we have all the kids. <laughs> I know all the little like the pop right now. So you can probably hear that. <laughs> toddler, the toddler noises. Yeah. <laughs> so another thing good to do if you can for safety, for fun, for help with weight and carrying things is bringing someone with you. Yes. You know, you and I have both been kind of solo adventuring with both kids for the most part. And then 
we often meet up with someone else that has kids, but they're wrangling their own kids. So we haven't had our spouses with us as much. Although you've had some adventures with Logan, hey? I have, yes. And then my cousin also moved to closer to us. So she's only like 25 minutes away and she's um, almost the same age as, as me, I guess, um, a few years younger there, but she has been really helpful in just coming and meeting and, and she's had to carry Turner a few times. I mean, I think one thing that, um, I really want to say too, is like getting out with kids is exhausting. It's a lot of work. And when you're, you know, trying to feed all of a sudden mom can get really tired. I mean, I've gotten migraine out on the trail and I, I wasn't even able to handle the adventure anymore and my cousin was just super quick to like here I'll carry him and like I was just so relieved and so grateful to have that kind of support so definitely if you can have someone an adventure friend or or someone to invite along to support you with the kids like grandma Debbie usually comes with us on our hikes like yeah it's just it's really it's really nice because you always think that things are going to go right on your adventure and that everything's going to go well but like you really have to realize too that you know things can fall apart easily and just having the extra support for safety too is also important yes i so agree and along those lines i think we have to pick locations that are realistic Yes. Yes. So we've talked about this many times. Yeah. Like right now our adventures are just toddler paced. And even if we are carrying both, I always want to pick an adventure that if they do need to walk it on their own, they can, or just that it's just doable so that it's more fun for everyone. Because we actually, the one we did recently with friends, I knew it was going to be too hard for Collins to do the whole thing on her own. All this slurping. (laughs) that's okay now it's just burped it's all good (laughs) (laughs) so I just knew that it was going to be Collins choosing the summit okay how far are we going to go and then we're going to do a turnaround and kind of watching what made sense for us to do okay well you and I are very much feed on demand and sleep on demand (laughs) but is there anything in particular you want to mention about naps or time of day for adventuring that works best for you Well, I feel like there's a lot of people that ask me because a lot of people actually like to have their scheduled naps and things at home and like managing multiple kids and the napping um, advice on that. So it's kind of on adventure days. I think it's just lowering your expectation, I would say of like, okay, they're just, there's so many other things happening on their, on their day that they're not going to necessarily um, want to sleep, or maybe they're sleeping on the way to the hike and they're often on different schedules. I mean, for me, I'm often just like, oh, great. Okay. He's napping now. I'm just going to take him out of his, his seat. We're going to strap him to me. He stays napping and he's just very chill on those adventures, but I know some are not. And just giving yourself that grace and, and lowering expectations is really important. Yeah, absolutely. And knowing what works for your family and what kind of kids you have. I know for cons when she she's no longer napping, but when she was napping, it would usually be around one. So with you, we'd always go on adventures in the morning, have our lunch and then hop in the car and then her nap would be in the car and it was perfect. And that might be a little bit kind of what we continue to do because I just really like morning adventures. So I guess once we have breakfast, we're usually getting out the door. I'm feeding him after breakfast so that he can last a little while for adventure and then we get out the door and then we're usually home now by lunchtime because with it being colder we're not really packing outdoor lunches I I know you still pack everything in your chip but we're usually home by lunchtime so that gives us a little quiet time in the afternoon 
Yeah, the quiet time definitely helps. Um, also, I think on like a side note here with with um, having younger ones too, like I find at least with my toddler, he's like, ooh, baby sleeping. And now I want baby awake. So he's very much like the, the poor baby does not get to sleep, you know, full naps. Like he gets woken up and it's like, oh, Nash, look at my toy. Like it's that kind of thing. So the second one really just, I feel like adapts to <laughs> their surroundings I guess you could say they sure do (laughs) is there anything else you want to say I know you are always wonderful at beautiful affirmations at the end of these podcasts so I know you want to talk about going easy on yourself and defining success anything yes exactly um I would say that um just like knowing that when you have kids I mean you're not sleeping even through the night like yourself and that you're really probably like struggling even just to get get beyond your door and I just think it's really important to to really really go easy on yourself and not expect so much out of yourself and even your littles that you're taking adventuring um I also you you will find your own rhythm um with multiples for sure that you're gonna find what works for you and your family and that that is not going to be the same as what another maybe mom in your in your group is doing or a friend that's and that's fine everyone kind of does their own thing and it's about having um having patience and teaching patience to your kids when, when the other children are needing some extra support in that. And then um, I also would say that involving your older kids as much as you possibly can and discussing this team dynamic situation. So we're all a team. We're all trying to get on this adventure. Everyone's important as a part of getting on this, you know, having fun today. And we can all do this together and really making sure you're listening, being that team player as a mom and that you're listening to the whole team of what kind of needs and demands. And like some days aren't going to be, you know, more than 10 minutes of being on an adventure and defining success in your, in your realm is you got to find out what success is to you. I know here at Kids Who Explore, success for us is just going beyond your front door and it's okay to call it. If it's overwhelming or too much, just try again another day. Yes. And that is also maybe why backyard adventures, urban hikes, or just little green spaces or white spaces in this season close to home are perfect because you can do 10 or 15 minutes and then just say, okay, great. We got 10 or 15 minutes outside. We're done. (laughs) Yes. Perfect. And props to us. We just completed our first podcast with all four kids. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, y'all. Thanks for adventuring with us. Please subscribe and share your love by reviewing our podcast with five stars and follow us over at Kids Who Explore on Instagram and all other social media platforms. This podcast is produced by KP Media Productions.